Hello everybody, so you ready for chapter 5? So I had a pretty cool day today. Um, my daughter isn't aware that I'm doing this podcast and um, we went for a drive to see family today and it was an odd 20 minute drive and I said to her, hey, do you want to listen to mom's podcast? And um, I was just interested to feel and see how she received the book and the understanding of it because obviously the simpler it is and the younger a little person can feel into what's been shared the better and um, she absolutely loved it and um, she said to me I need to finish this book and she can't wait to get into the next chapter so that was pretty pretty cool um, that she's feeling into this and I just said to her you know, at age 10, if you can get this, what a blessing, you know, to really serve your life, to have this awareness. So, we've got chapter 5, which is infinite energy. Consciousness is one of the great mysteries in life. Inner energy is another. It's actually a shame how little attention the Western world pays to the laws of inner energy. We study the energy outside and give great value to energy resources, but we ignore the energy within. People go about their lives thinking, feeling and acting without the understanding of what makes these activities take place. The truth is, every movement of your body, every emotion you have and every thought that passes through your mind is an expenditure of energy. Just as everything that happens outside in the physical world requires energy, everything that happens inside requires an expenditure of energy. For example, if you concentrate on a thought and another thought interferes, you will have to assert an opposing force to fight the interfering thought. That requires energy and it can wear you out. Likewise, if you have a thought that you're trying to hold in your mind but it keeps drifting off, you have to willfully concentrate to bring it back. When you do this, you are actually sending more energy to the thought in order to hold it in a given place. You also assert energy to deal with your emotions. If you have an emotion you don't like and it's interfering with what you're doing, you just push it aside. You do this almost instinctively. So that the unwanted emotion doesn't come up and disturb you. Every one of these acts is an expenditure of energy. Creating thoughts, holding on to thoughts, recalling thoughts, generating emotions, controlling emotions, and disciplining power, inner drives, all require a tremendous expenditure of energy. Where does all this energy come from? Why is the energy there sometimes and at other times you feel completely drained? Have you ever noticed that when you are mentally and emotionally drained, food doesn't help that much? Conversely, if you look at the times in your life when you were in love or excited and inspired by something, you were filled with so much energy that you didn't even want to eat. This energy we are discussing does not come from the calories your body burns from food. There is a source of energy you can draw upon from inside. It is distinct from the outer energy source. The best way to examine the source of energy is to look at an example. 
Let's say that you're in your 20s and your girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with you. You get so totally depressed that you start staying home alone. Soon, because you don't have the energy to clean up, everything ends up sprawled all over the floor. You can hardly get out of bed, so you just sleep all the time. You must be eating because there are pizza boxes lying around. But nothing seems to help. You just have no energy. Your friends invite you out, but you decline. You are simply too tired to do anything. Most people have been there at some time in their life. You feel that you have no way out and it seems like you will stay there forever. Then suddenly, one day, the phone rings. It's your girlfriend. That's right, the one who dumped you three months ago. She's crying and she says, Oh my God, do you remember me? I hope you'll still talk to me. I just feel so terrible. Leaving you was the worst mistake I ever made. I see now how important you are to me and I can't live without you. The only real love I ever felt in my life was during the time we were together. Would you please forgive me? Could you ever forgive me? Can I come over and see you? Now how are you doing? Seriously? How long does it take you to get enough energy to jump out of bed, clean up the apartment, take a shower and get some colour back in your face? It's practically instantaneous. You're filled with energy the moment you hang up the phone. How does this happen? You were completely drained. For months and months you had no energy. Then out of nowhere, in a matter of seconds, there is so much energy it blows you away. You can't just ignore these enormous shifts in your energy level. Where exactly did all that energy come from? There was no sudden change in your eating or sleeping habits. Yet when your girlfriend comes by, you end up talking all night and going out to see the sunrise in the morning. You're not tired at all. You're together again and you're holding hands and those these rushes of joy just won't stop overwhelming you. People see you and they remark that you look like a bundle of light. Where did all this energy come from? What you'll see, if you watch carefully, is that you have a phenomenal amount of energy inside you. It doesn't come from food and it doesn't come from sleep. This energy is always available to you at any moment. You can draw upon it. It just wells up and fills you from inside. When you're filled with this energy, you feel like you could take on the world. When it is flowing strongly, you can actually feel it coursing through you in waves. It gushes up spontaneously from deep inside and restores, replenishes and recharges you. The only reason you don't feel this energy all the time is because you block it. You block it by closing your heart, by closing your mind and by pulling yourself into a restrictive space inside. This closes you off from all the energy. When you close your heart or close your mind, you hide in the darkness within you. There is no light. There is no energy. There is nothing flowing. The energy is still there, but it can't get in. That is what it means to be blocked. That is why you have no energy when you're depressed. There are centers within that channel your energy flow. When you close them, there is no energy. When you open them, there is. Although various energy centers exist within you, the one you intuitively know the most about opening and closing is your heart. Let's say that you love somebody and you feel very open in their presence. Because you trust them, your walls come down, allowing you to feel lots of high energy. 
But if they do something you don't like, the next time you see them, you don't feel so high. You don't feel as much love. Instead, you feel a tightness in your chest. This happens because you closed your heart. The heart is an energy center and it can open or close. The yogis call these energy centers chakras. When you close your heart center, energy can't flow in. When energy can't flow, there's darkness. Depending upon how close you are, you either feel tremendous disturbance or overwhelming lethargy. Often people fluctuate between these two. If you then find out that your loved one didn't do anything wrong or if they apologize to your satisfaction, your heart opens again. With this opening, you get filled with energy and the love starts flowing again. How many times have you experienced these dynamics in your life? You have a wellspring of beauty, of energy inside of you. When you are open, you feel it. When you are closed, you don't. This flow of energy comes from the depths of your being. It's been called by many names. In ancient Chinese medicine, it is called Qi. In yoga, it is called Shakti. In the West, it is called Spirit. Call it anything you want. All the great spiritual traditions talk about your spiritual energy. They just give it different names. That spiritual energy is what you're experiencing when love rushes up into your heart. That is what you're experiencing when you're enthused by something and all this high energy comes up inside you. You shouldn't know about this energy because it's yours. So you should know about this energy because it's yours. It's your birthright and it's unlimited. You can call upon it at any time you want. It has nothing to do with age. Some 80-year-old people have the energy and enthusiasm of a child. They can work long hours and seven days a week. It's just energy. Energy doesn't get old. It doesn't get tired and it doesn't need food. What it needs is openness and receptivity. This energy is equally available to everybody. The sun does not shine differently on different people. If you're good, it shines on you. If you did something bad, it shines on you. It's the same with the inner energy. The only difference is that with the, inner, with the inner energy, you have the ability to close up inside and block it. When you close, the energy stops flowing. When you open, all the energy rushes up inside you. True spiritual teachings are about this energy and how to open it. The only thing you have to know is that opening allows energy in and closing blocks it out. Now you have to decide whether or not you want this energy. How high do you want to get? How much love do you want to feel? How much enthusiasm do you want to have for the things you do? If enjoying a full life means experiencing high energy, love and enthusiasm all the time, then don't ever close. There is a very simple method for staying open. You stay open by never closing. It's really that simple. All you have to do is decide whether you're willing to stay open or whether you think it's worth closing. You can actually train yourself to forget how to close. Closing is a habit, and just like any other habit, it can be broken. For example, you could be the type of person who has an underlying fear of people and tends to close when you first meet them. You could actually be in the habit of experiencing an uptight closing sensation whenever somebody walks up to you. You can train yourself to do the opposite. 
You can train yourself to open every time you see a person. It's just a question of whether you want to close or whether you want to open. It's ultimately under your control. The problem is we don't exercise that control. Under normal circumstances, our state of openness is left to psychological factors. Basically, we are programmed to open or close based upon our past experiences. Impressions from the past are still inside of us and they get stimulated by different events. If they were negative impressions, we tend to close. If they were positive impressions, we tend to open. Let's say you smell a certain scent that reminds you of what it was like when you were young and somebody was cooking dinner. How you react to the scent depends upon the impression left by your past experiences. Did you enjoy having dinner with the family? Was the food good? If so, then the smell of that scent warms you and opens you. If it wasn't so much fun eating together, or if you had to eat food you didn't like, then you tighten up and close. It really is that sensitive. A smell can make you open or close, and so can seeing a car of a certain colour, or even the type of shoes a person is wearing. We are programmed based upon our past impressions, such that all kinds of things can cause us to open and close. If you pay attention, you will see it happen regularly throughout the day. But you should never leave something as important as your energy flow to chance. If you like energy, and you do, then don't ever close. The more you learn to stay open, the more the energy can flow into you. You practice opening by not closing. Anytime you start to close, ask yourself whether you really want to cut off the energy flow. Because if you want, you can learn to stay open no matter what happens in this world. You just make a commitment to explore your capacity for receiving unlimited energy. You simply decide not to close. At first it feels unnatural, since your inner tendency is to close as a means of protection. But closing your heart does not really protect you from anything. It just cuts you off from your source of energy. In the end, it only serves to lock you inside. What you'll find is that the one thing you really want from life is to feel enthusiasm, joy and love. If you can feel that all the time, then who cares what happens outside? If you can always feel up, if you can always feel excited about the experience of the moment, then it doesn't make any difference what the experience is. No matter what it is, it's beautiful when you feel that way inside. So you learn to stay open no matter what happens. If you do, you get for free what everybody else is struggling for. Love, enthusiasm, excitement and energy. You simply realise that defining what you need in order to stay open actually ends up limiting you. If you make lists of how the world must be for you to open, you have limited your openness to those conditions. Better to be open no matter what. How you learn to stay open is up to you. The ultimate trick is to not close. If you don't close, you will have learned to stay open. Do not let anything that happens in life be important enough that you're willing to close your heart over it. When your heart starts to close, just say, no, I'm not going to close. I'm going to relax. I'm going to let the situation take place and be there with it. Honor and respect the situation and deal with it. By all means, deal with it. Do the best you can, but deal with it in openness. Deal with it with excitement and enthusiasm, no matter what it is. Just let it be the, spot, the sport of the day. In time, you will find that you forget how to close. 
no matter what anyone does, no matter what anyone says or takes place, you won't even feel a tendency to close. You will just embrace life with all your heart and soul. Once you've attained this very high state, your energy level will be phenomenal. You will have all the energy you need all at once. Just relax and open, and tremendous energy will rush up inside of you. You are only limited by your ability to stay open. If you really want to stay open, pay attention when you feel love and enthusiasm. Then ask yourself why you can't feel this way all the time. Why does it have to go away? The answer is obvious. It only goes away if you choose to close. By closing, you are actually making the choice not to feel openness and love. You throw love away all the time. You feel love until somebody says something you don't like, and then you give up the love. You feel enthused about your job until someone criticizes something. And then you want to quit. It's your choice. You can either close because you don't like what happened, or you can keep feeling love and enthusiasm by not closing. As long as you are defining what you like and what you don't like, you will open and close. You are actually defining your limits. You are allowing your mind to create triggers that open and close you. Let go of that. Dare to be different. Enjoy all of life. The more you stay open, the more the energy flow can build. At some point, so much energy comes into you that it starts flowing out of you. You feel it as waves pouring off of you. You can actually feel it flowing off your hands, out your heart and through other energy centers. All these energy centers open and a tremendous amount of energy starts flowing out of you. What is more, the energy affects other people. People can pick up on your energy and you're feeding them with this flow. If you are willing to open even more, it never stops. You become a source of light for all those around you. You just keep opening and not closing. Wait until you see what happens to you. You can even affect the health of your body with your energy flow. When you start to feel the tendency of an illness coming on, you just relax and open. When you open, you bring more energy into the system and it can heal Energy can heal, and that's why love can heal. As you explore your inner energy, a whole world of discovery opens up to you. The most important thing in life is your inner energy. If you're always tired and never enthused, then life is no fun. But if you're always inspired and filled with energy, then every minute of every day is an exciting experience. Learn to work with these things. Through meditation, through awareness and willful efforts, you can learn to keep your centers open. You do this by just relaxing and releasing. You do this by not buying into the concept that there is anything worth closing. Remember, if you love life, nothing is worth closing over. Nothing ever is worth closing your heart over. So that is one of my favorite chapters in this book. And I have been practicing this um, a few nights ago. Um, I woke up and I had a funny, like itchy, scratchy throat, and I, I think I just actually read this chapter instead of going to normal mind chatter about oh gosh tomorrow I'm gonna I might wake up with a sore throat blah blah blah. I just took some conscious breaths and I sent love into that space in my throat and kept my heart open and. You know, in the past where I'd normally wake up and have a sore throat and not be feeling so great. 
it had totally shifted. So the awareness of these practices is really amazing. And um, yeah, just by, you know, really making that choice to use your willpower for the positive and to keep your heart open, you will see how this greatly serves you. So have a beautiful afternoon or evening, wherever you're listening from. And I'm sending you all much love. Chat soon.